that this is a moment in time. It's not just a moment in time. This is a moment in God's time. And God's desire tonight, I'll tell you right out of the gate, is to have a moment with you. I don't know how long it's been since you had a moment with God or how long it's been since you desire to have a moment with God. But God has spoke to my heart to tell you he desires to have a moment with each and every one of you before this night is over. Praise the name of the Lord. I don't know how long my message will be. I don't plan to be here very long because I'm believing that some folks can have a God moment here in any given moment. Why would I expect that to happen on this Sunday night? Because I've been praying and asking God all week to give us one tonight. Give us a God moment. Because I know that one moment with God can do for our lives. With many, what many in this body are going through, we need a moment where God pours out his spirit upon his people. In his word, he promised he would not withhold no good gift from us. So I'm expecting at any moment, any moment, at any moment, maybe some of y'all don't know what I'm talking about. For some, maybe it's been so long you don't even remember what it feels like to have a moment with God. I'm expecting him. God's going to begin to release a wave of his anointing upon this place tonight. I'm talking about the kind that when it falls upon you, chains begin to be broken. Captives are set free. Oppression, depression is lifted up off his people. The kind of moment that causes folks to run to an altar and pray through. People begin to give a victory shout and praise. The kind of moments that make your knees shake, can cause you to take off running, can cause you to begin to dance, speak in tongues. The kind of moment that can even cause our guests to feel his presence. I'm telling you, I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I don't know really what's going to happen, but don't try to get me to give you an intelligent answer when it does happen or a scientific reason or an educated guess because I won't have one. I won't be able to explain it. All I can tell you is it's a God moment. If you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to 1 Corinthians 15, 51 through 52. Just two scriptures, and it reads, 1 Corinthians 15, 51. Behold, I tell you, we shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment. There you go. I know where I'm going now. In the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Of course, that particular scripture is talking about a moment that's going to take place soon, I believe, the second coming of Jesus Christ. Declaring we can all be changed in just a moment. Stating that any moment in the twinkling of an eye, just that fast, this could all be over and we could all be home with Jesus. Now I want to borrow a part of this scripture to talk about the principle found in this scripture that can be applied to our lives every day. How that any moment you can have a God moment. That God can change our situations and our circumstances, our positions and our destination at any point in time. I want to use it to point out just how fast that you could have a life-changing moment with God. Many of us have had things in our lives that we had to endure for years. Some of you may want to amen that. Have lived with something to the point we've even lost any expectation that's ever going to change. But what is so great about having a moment with God, it can cause what hasn't changed in days or years to change in a split second. At any moment, God can turn you loose 
set you free, unlock the prison door, free you from bondage, relieve you of the pain, release you of the guilt, deliver you from habits, stop the abuse, and cancel your enemy's assignment. In just one moment with him at any given time, it can happen. How do I know? Because it's happened throughout the history of time. The Word of God is full of instances where God made things happen at a certain moment. A moment of time declared by God for it to happen. And people in this room are full of stories of how God showed up in a certain moment of their lives. I want to use the part that says we can be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. I want to talk to you about a God moment. Now, we've all had moments in our lives, some good, some bad. Some we want to remember, some we'd like to forget. And a moment represents a position of time. You even use the word to describe an appointment or expectation that you have. You might say, now in a moment, we're going to go eat. You're declaring an expectation. You're declaring not too long from now. You're declaring at an appointed time something's going to take place. In other words, you believe it's going to happen shortly. Think about that. At a certain time, as to say at a certain moment, something's going to happen. Something you plan with an expected result. At that very second, something has transitioned or transpired, expired, was birthed, was dead, showed up, came to be, ceased to be. I can go on and on about moments we have. We've all had our moments. It's often said how true it is. But a moment itself is different than a God moment. Man can produce or dictate when a moment might take place. But a God moment is only produced and dictated by God. It's strictly in his timing, his plan. It's like comparing the natural to the supernatural. A natural moment works within the realm of natural laws and produces a natural result. Such as you plant corn, you get corn. When corn is produced, it happens through a natural process and produces natural results. Through the boundaries of nature's time, stay with me, hope you're getting this, but a God moment works within the realm of the supernatural and God's timing. That can exceed the natural laws, produce a supernatural result, and even supersedes the boundaries of time. Only God can produce God moments. And in those moments, he can do exceedingly abundantly above what you can be able to ask or think. There was nothing created that he didn't create. He is a creator. Man can only be an inventor. Man can only take what God has created to make something. For if there wasn't something already there, man couldn't make anything. But yet God can take nothing and make something out of nothing. So that when you're down to nothing, it's only God who can create something to happen to give you something that man could never invent. That's when you end up having a God moment to where you can't explain where it came from or how it happened. You just know what happened. Come on, somebody. Help me preach right here. All you had was a little bit of oil and a little flour in a barrel, and you made a cake to feed you and your sons. One last meal before you were going to be die from hunger. Anybody besides me just ever been when you were down to nothing, down to your last meal, and you weren't sure where your next meal was coming from while you were raising three children? But after you ate it, for some strange reason, you rechecked the barrel one last time, and it was full again. You don't know how it happened or when it happened. It happened so fast, it's like it came out of nowhere. I can't explain it other than it was God. That is a God moment. How many of you are ready for a God moment? I know you've had some moments in your life. They have only made you expect a natural result. But I'm talking about a God moment where at a certain moment, at a certain time, something happened that gave you an unexpected result to where no matter how you try to explain it, it don't add up. 
you asked for a handful, but you got a barrel full. You thought you were going to die, but you're still alive. You thought you were going to lose your house, but you're still living there. Thought you were going to lose your leg, but you still got it. It was a moment where impossible became possible. There's no way you could have seen it ever changing. Could have you ever seen you receiving it? No way you could ever receive you that you deserved it. But not only did you get what you didn't expect, but you got exceedingly abundantly above what you asked and prayed for. You needed a bowl, but you got a basket full. It happened so fast, your head spin in one moment. At one moment, I was dying, but the next moment, I was healed. At one moment, I was broke, but now I'm blessed. One moment, he was leaving. The next moment, he said he's staying. One moment, she said she could never forgive me, yet she walked back in the door today and said, I forgive you. One moment, they were closing the factory, but the next moment, they called and said, get back to work tomorrow. One moment, the cabinets were bare and the kids were starving, but the next moment, someone knocked on your door carrying a bag full of groceries and said, these are for you. God bless you. Come on, somebody. Have you ever had a God moment just like that hold on I'm not through yet one moment you're going to kill yourself but the next moment you heard a voice say I love you and you dropped the gun one moment he said I hate you and the next moment he said I'm sorry I still love you by natural law you should have died you should have been divorced you should have overdosed you should have been crippled but you had a God moment to where natural results were superseded without explanation Matter of fact, with the result that you got, you don't even care that it can't be explained. You just care that it did happen. And the only explanation you got is that one moment God did it. Because his ways are above our ways. His thoughts are above our thoughts. He's past understanding. Our finite minds are no match for his infinite wisdom. Something you know about God moments is what our scripture reveals to us. First of all, God has moments. They are planned to bless you. God is the blesser. What you receive is the blessing. In those moments, he shows himself strong on your behalf. All throughout your life, there's been moments that God has defended you. God has cared for you. What did the scripture reveal about what God in a moment, God can change things? He's even got a moment planned for the body of Christ in the last days. He's saying at a certain time, I have a time plan for what I'm about to tell you. Then notice the next verse, very important to know about God moments, and that is they happen fast. Sometimes when you least expect it. Some of y'all came in here tonight not expecting anything different, expecting to go home just like you came in, dragging your defeated carcass around with your stalemated thinking. But hold on, this could be the night you can even blink. Before you blink, God could show up on your behalf at any given moment. That's why you should always have an expectation when you walk into God's house. Y'all do know that this is God's house, don't you? Sometimes I think we lose focus of that. His glory can fill this room at any moment. How fast does God moments happen in the twinkling of an eye? How fast is that now? Well, let's just see. You ready? Blink your eye. It's that fast. You blink your eyes at times so fast. Many times you done blink before you even know you did. Does anyone sit around and say, I'm fixing to blink? Will you just sit there and anticipate it? No, it just happens that fast. Medical researchers say on average we blink 20 times a minute. So about 1,200 times per hour. Did you know we don't blink when we're sleeping? So on average of 16 hours a day being awake, we blink 19,200 times a day. It's incredible. Have you ever had a God moment? How long has it been? I had one just last week. How many know preachers are human? That we bleed like everyone else? That we aren't perfect like everyone else? 
We have feelings like everyone else. We get tired like everyone else. We get afflicted like everyone else. If you know that, say amen. We're nothing more than a servant called to be used of God, to be given the great responsibility of being a messenger for God. You take God out of the equation, we're nothing more than anyone else. We're just a sinner saved by grace. Well, that week was just one of those weeks feeling a lot of pressure over a situation in my life. You know where you've gained 50 pounds, not physically. I'm speaking about emotionally. You get all weighted down and burdened about an issue. But in spending one moment with God, I had a God moment, and God lifted my burden. And I've come to tell you in one God moment, your situation, the result of your situation, can change faster than you can blink your eye. That you can have a result you never expected. In a moment, at a certain time, your natural results can become supernatural results without explanation. See, God can do things man can't explain. The only explanation for John Sell sitting in this church tonight with new lungs is God. The only reason you have a child now you couldn't have before is you had a God moment. The only reason we believe we can go from ninth and cedar to the palace was the pastor and the council had a God moment. You see, a God moment can take you from worry to relief, from fear to confidence, from not enough to more than enough, death to life faster than you can blink your eye. It was one moment Paul and Silas were in jail, but the next moment the walls of jail fell down and they were free. One moment, Daniel was staring a hungry lion in the face. The next moment, God shut the mouths of the lion. One moment, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were in a fiery furnace all alone. But the next moment, God was in the fire with them. You see, in that moment, the natural result should have been one of great suffering. They should have burned up. They should have suffered horrible pain, early been destroyed. But the moment God showed up, they had a supernatural result. Instead, they were running around in the fire, dancing, and came out of it without even a stench of smoke on their bodies. Come on, somebody. One day, you walked into this church bound, but one moment with God, you left your saved, delivered, and set free. Changed in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye. One moment you were bound, headed for hell, but faster than you could blink, in a moment with God, he saved you. Without God, you'll never have nothing more than a natural outcome to your circumstances. But with God, all things are possible to those who believe. You can have God moments by having a moment with God. He promised you'll draw nigh to me, I'll draw nigh to you. And you must believe you can do all things in Christ to strengthen you. See, at the moment I began to praise him, God showed up because he said he would. He said he would have in the praises of his people. He said, I'll, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll sit closer to you than a brother. I'll not put more than you're able to bear, Randy. I will make a way of escape. He said, cast your cares on me because I care for you. He said, for you to come unto me when I'm heavy laden. He said, he would give me rest. He said, he's my very present help in times of trouble. Need I say more? He is a God who cannot lie. Because forever his word is settled in heaven. So if he said it, he meant it. I just began to praise him, and the moment God inhabited my praises, my weight was lifted. He's a burden bearer, church. God's not a respecter of person. He's faithful to the faithful, and I can personally testify he's an on-time God. He's a storm calmer. He's a wind stiller. He's a wave walker. He's a promise keeper. He's a demon chaser. He's a debt payer. He's a load lifter. I can tell you he's a hospital releaser, a jailbreaker, a chain breaker, a yoke breaker. That's who he is. 
He's the one who woke you up this morning, put breath in your body. And because he lives, you're alive today. And can I tell you that because he lives in a moment, he can heal your marriage. He can heal your body. He can renew your mind. He can put your life back together. He can change your heart. He can put a new relationship in your life that because he lives in a moment, he can mend your broken heart. He can remove your fears. He can give you a new job. He can help you love again. He can give you joy again. He can cause you to sleep in perfect peace. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Help me testify tonight. That because he lives, you woke up in your right mind this morning. That because he lives, you can have a new life, a new mind, a new future, a new hope, a new purpose, a new outlook on life, a new perspective, a new family. If what I just said about Jesus is all you ever know, that would be good enough in itself. But I'm really not doing him justice. I need to go on and tell you. My God's omnipotent. My God's omnipresent. My God's omniscient. He's altogether loving. He's a bright and morning star. He's a rose of sharing. He's enduringly strong. He's eternally steadfast. Hey, wait just a minute. He's also the fairest of 10,000. He's heaven kings and earth's providers. He's immortally graceful. He's imperially powerful. He's impartially merciful. He is absolutely irresistible. Why? Because he's Jehovah Jireh to the needy. He's Jehovah Shemal to the lost. He's Jehovah Nisi to the warrior. He's Jehovah Rapha to the sick and the broken. He's the king of the kings. He's the lily of the valleys. He's the noblest of the mobile. He's the never sleeping, never slumbering one. Is there more to say? <laughs> I could say he's unparalleled. He's unprecedented. He's a soon coming king. He's a victory to the victim. He's a sight to the blind. He's yours. He's mine. He's peace to the trouble. He's zeal to the burned out. He supplies strength to the weak. He heals the sick. He frees the bound. He forgives sinners. He serves the unfortunate. He feeds the hungry. He delivers the captive. He heals the wounded. Hallelujah. He defends the people and he rewards the diligent. I can tell you that if you gave me all night to speak about him, I couldn't say it all. But at least let me tell you, he's the master of the mighty. He's the king of the kings and the Lord of lords. Why? Because his promise is sure. His life is matchless. His goodness is limited. His mercy is everlasting. His love never changes. His word is enough. His grace is efficient. His yoke is light. And his burden is easy. That's him. Hallelujah. And I hope in reminding you of who he is, it would make you want to spend a moment with him. Because I can tell you, God can do all these things in a single moment. And I believe his reputation is good enough all by itself. That he can stand alone all by himself for himself. Hallelujah. You may be wondering if there's more to say. I'm sure there is, but I'll stop there for now. Now that I've told you who he is, know this. The God I spoke of has a moment planned for every one of you. But your faith has to say that I believe at any moment God can change my situations. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. I believe I can go to bed one way and wake up another. I believe I can come to church one way and I can leave another. See, Jesus had a God moment on the cross that forever changed man's relationship with God. Prior to the cross, a bell in the temple separated God's glory from man. We all know the story. Only a high priest could enter into the presence and make a petition for the sins of man. But the moment, hallelujah, but the moment, say moment, but the moment Jesus said, it is finished, the veil in the temple separating man from God was rent 
torn in two. It wasn't a natural response. It was a supernatural response. Nobody was expecting it. It wasn't a result of it being done by the hands of a man, but by the hand of God, now giving men direct access to God. You see, at one moment, we needed a high priest to reach God on our behalf, but the next moment, after a God moment, we became priests who can now come boldly before the throne of grace and make our petitions known all by ourselves, and it happened faster than they could blink their eye. It was a God moment. Now, I don't know what everyone in here is going through, but I know we're all going through something. And I know God has planned a moment for you. And all too often we face trials in life. We call on God as our last resort. We'll call our mamas. We'll call our daddy. We'll call our best friends. And sometimes we don't call nobody at all. We always try to see if we can work this out ourselves. Just a natural response. When at the very first sign of trouble in your life, you need to have a moment with God and seek his help. Call upon the name of the Lord. He's your very present help in times of trouble. Because the very moment God shows up, the enemy flees. I know in a moment with God, you can go from a sinner to a saint. From being defeated to victorious. From being beaten down to lifted up. From being discouraged to being encouraged. I'm ready to see God moments all over this room take place. I'm ready to see the impossible become possible. You know, some of us got a son or a daughter maybe. You've been praying for a long time to come back home. Seems like it's never going to happen, but it can at any moment. You see, the moment the prodigal son came to himself, notice he had a God moment. And at the moment he and at that moment he went home. The father, who was at home, had been waiting for days for that day to happen. He'd walk out to that old road day after day. Every day he looked down that road to see if his son was coming home yet. Then one day, there was a moment. There was a God moment. The moment he saw his son walking toward home. He took off running, and he took him in his arms, and he kissed his neck. You see, the son had a moment, and the dad had a moment. So I'm telling you, keep praying, keep looking for him, for her, because at any moment, you can have a God moment. They can have a God moment. Hallelujah. They can come home at any moment. I won't forget when he was doing the men's rally, Sammy Rodriguez was leading the altar call. He said, close your eyes. He said, when you open, you're going to see something you haven't seen. Pray that you see something you've never seen. Well, I prayed. I didn't see something I hadn't seen. I'd seen it before, but I hadn't seen it in a while. But God showed me I'll see it again. I seen my son dancing in this altar, and I ain't seen that since he was nine years old. Under the power and the glory of the Lord. I'm telling you, it can happen in a moment. I saw it. It's going to happen, and I'm going to believe it happened. At any given moment, I'll see that happen. Hallelujah. You see, I believe in this moment of time, this is time that was prophesied our sons and daughters will come from afar. That the doors of the church will be open daily. Why? Because they're going to be coming home every day. 
You see, the moment the man with the withered hand stretched forth his hand, he was healed at that moment. The moment Naaman dipped in the Jordan River seven times, he was healed of leprosy at that very moment. The moment the Israelites marched around the walls of Jericho and the seventh time around, at the very moment when they shouted, the walls came tumbling down. The moment Jesus breathed upon the disciples, they received the Holy Ghost. These were all God moments. Things happen in a moment with God. The moment he stretched out his hand, the moment he saw her, at the moment the Lord passed by, the moment they began to shout, at the moment the musicians played, at the moment Elijah heard, at that moment, at this moment, in a moment, at that moment, at very moment, in a God moment. Moments, moments, moments. God has moments when we have moments with God. And I've come to tell you the moment the glory of the Lord fills this place, it will be the greatest revival this church has ever known. It was the moment the centurion asked Jesus to heal his daughter. At the very moment Jesus said, your daughter's healed, she was healed. At the moment the woman with the issue of blood for 12 years touched the hem of his garment, she was healed. In a moment, the flow of her blood ceased. And I can go on all night with hundreds of instances recorded in the Bible of God moments. But I've came to tell you it's time for your moment with God. God has moments planned for you and for you and for you and for me. I can remember so many of you can when I didn't know how I was going to make ends meet. I can remember moments when I know what else to do but pray. I can remember moments, I've had moments when I thought I was through. I can remember when I've had moments that went from bad to worse. But all of a sudden, I had a God moment. And God came through and took me through. How about you just let me name just a few? I can remember me and Joyce being new Christians. and We just got paid and she cast her checks and she lost her purse. We were broke. Didn't know what to do, but pray. I pray, God, you got to help us. It's bad. We lost all our money. We don't have any. The phone rang. Police department. Miss West, your purse was just found down on Main Street. A lady found it and turned it in. I thought, wow, somebody turned a person. What she had done, she went out to the car. She set it on top of the roof, got in the car and drove off, and it fell off down Main Street. We got the purse, and guess what? Every dollar in it was still there. That was a God moment. <laughs> I can remember a time, a tough time, early years, being behind on the bill, the rent being due. Didn't know what you're going to do about paying the rent. Unexpectedly, a man pulled up. I had an old horse. He said, I'm going to buy your horse. And the man gave me twice what I gave for the horse. It was a God moment. Hallelujah. And I got to tell this one. It's one of the greatest God moments. I remember the moment I got a call from my sister about my brother-in-law. He had been in a bad accident. He was driving in his van to work that morning, and he looked down, and when he looked up, he ran into the back end of a huge trash truck. It shoved the steering wheel right through his stomach. 
They rushed him to Barnes Hospital. I got in my car, took off up there, get there as fast as I could go. Upon arriving, there was my sister who was distraught. They told her at Barnes Hospital, I have a lot of confidence in Barnes Hospital. They told her there's nothing else they can do. The damage was too bad. Donna wanted to move him back to Sykeston. That's where she lived. But we had a problem. It began to snow that day. It snowed so hard that they shut everything down. We couldn't get an ambulance to come and get him, to take him home. We didn't know if he had a day or days, but he was in trouble. I remember going downstairs to a lobby and was sitting there, and my sister didn't have more than a handful of faith left. Her barrel was pretty dry. I said, Donna, we gotta pray. And we began to pray. And by the time we got back upstairs and walked back into the room where he was at, the doctor comes walking in the door. He said, I don't know who you all talked to, but there's an ambulance on the way. I said, Jesus. He said, well, he must have heard you because there's one coming. So an ambulance shows up, and we take him back to Sykeston. Sykeston. I'm from Sykeston. I love Sykeston. It's my hometown. But Sykeston Hospital does not have the greatest reputation. But we take him back to Sykeston, thinking he'd spend his last days there. There was a surgeon there. He said, Miss West, he said, uh, Miss Evans, actually, I call her that, but she's my sister. Miss Evans said, uh, if you'd allow us to, we'd like to try to do the operation. And she said, well, but Barnes said they can't do it. So, Miss, we, we would like, so what do you got to lose? We're willing to do it if you're willing to allow us to do the operation. They did an operation on him. He, he survived the operation. But then things went from bad to worse. His numbers began to fall. They had coded him twice. They called the family in. And my sister had to make a hard decision. Sign a piece of paper. If he codes again, that's it. She signed the paper, and they said, the family want to go back and see him one last time? So we all went down that aisle and back to that room, and we get into the room, and there he is, lifeless. All this stuff all over him. And everybody just says their goodbyes. And I felt led to stay behind because we still got a problem. The problem is he's not saved. I'd spoke to him on a couple occasions. Never was successful in leading him to the Lord. But I stayed behind. And I had a moment with God. I said, God... If you'll give me another moment with him, I promise I'll tell him again about you. I left the hospital, went home. Well, they called me the next day and said, Randy, he's doing better. His vitals are better. He's coming around. I'm like, praise God. But then they leave to tell me, and I go by to see him. He's not even in his right mind. He's talking stuff. I don't even know who. He's hauling for somebody. I don't even know who they were. He's out of his mind. And I stood there defeated at the end of the bed, and I said, God, how am I going to tell this man about you? He ain't even in his right mind. I remember going home and having another moment with God, telling God everything that maybe he didn't know. 
but he knew it all. I thought, God, he, he's got to turn around. He, he can't survive and live as a vegetable the rest of his life or not in his mind. Well, four days passed, and I remember it was on a Sunday night, 3 o'clock in the morning. God wakes me up. He says, go see Terry. I'm like, uh, no, no, what? Go see your brother-in-law. I'm like, um, why would you want me to go see him, God? I, I, he won't be able to even understand what I tell him, God. He said, I go, said, go see him. So I get dressed at 3. I was actually it was more closer to 4 o'clock in the morning before I finally got up and went. I arrive at the Soxton Hospital about 5.30 in the morning. It's still dark outside. I walk down the hallway. I'm expecting to walk in and see a man who's out of his mind. But when I walk in the door, I look, and he's sitting up in his right mind. And I said, Terry, God, I told God if he ever gave me another moment to tell you about Jesus, I'd do it. So I'm here to tell you about Jesus. He wants to save your soul. And he said, what have I got to do to do it? I said, pray with me. And we had a God moment where God turned that situation, that sinner, into a saint. My sister prayed 30 years for that man. But at that moment, in one moment, at a very quick moment, God turned his whole life around. He came out of that hospital and ended up becoming a deacon in his church and served there until he passed away from another condition in his life for probably 15 years. God has moments. Let me tell you about one more. This only happened over a little over a year ago. On a Saturday, I got a stomach pain so bad, so severe. My stomach was hurting so bad. I don't know what was causing it. Painful, had me doubled up. I'm in bed all through the night. Didn't go to the doctor, just going to try to wear it out. Sunday morning came, didn't come to church. I'm at home on a Sunday afternoon, and I'm lying in my bed, doubled up, and agonizing in pain and moaning and groaning. And my wife comes running through the room crying. Randy, Audrey has had a bicycle accident, and her brain is bleeding, and they're flying her to St. Louis. My first reaction was, Lord, not my grandbaby. And here I am in this severe pain. And I'm like, what am I going to do? I managed to get myself up out of that bed, doubled over in my pain. I remember it. Walking down the hallway, finally getting to the front room. Joyce was outside talking actually to the pastor who came by to try to tell us as well. I'm in the house, but I fall over the alderman. And I have nothing to do but have a moment with God. And I began to pray earnestly and said, God, I, what am I going to do? My grandbaby needs me. My daughter needs me. And here I am in pain, and I can't get up. I can't walk. I can't be there. God, you got to heal me now. And then suddenly at that moment, I felt something change. 
I begin to feel the pain ease up in my stomach. And I walked myself bent over back to my room. I got myself dressed. And by the time I got to the front door, I was walking straight up. And I walked out the door. My wife's outside, and she looks at me and says, where are you going? I said, I'm going to St. Louis. My grandbaby and my daughter need me, and I'm headed there now. She said, you can't drive. I said, oh, yes, I can. See, I had a God moment. And at the very moment I was having a God moment, Audrey was having a God moment. God healed her miraculously. God has moments when we have a moment with God. That was the fastest I ever been healed in my life. Hallelujah. See, we've all had moments we can testify of. But I came to prophesy to you, they're not over. Because in these last days, God's going to pour out his spirit in such a way God moments are going to accelerate in your favor. Every single one of us needs a God moment. And every single one of us needs a moment with God. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, a God moment can happen in your life. From being healed, delivered, prospered, to being raptured. Why do I believe so much in God moments accelerating? Here's what you got to know. It's got to do with the moment in time we're now living in. God moments will cause momentum to grow. And momentum is what causes a movement to start. In these last days, in the latter rain, when it's intensifying... It's going to cause God moments that are going to build a momentum in the body of Christ that's going to launch a movement. And a movement is a group of people working together to advance their shared ideals. The movement caused by God moments is going to unite the body of Christ and the momentum is going to spark revival in our land. When is God going to move at any moment, at the very moment you, at this very moment, God wants you to have a moment with you. If my musicians will come, the service tonight, it's ordained to be more of an opportunity for you to have a moment with God. God can do more in the blink of an eye than I, if I kept you here for two hours preaching to you. Because our God is an experiential God. What happens from this point on is between you and God tonight. The word I've given is to be used to encourage your faith because faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. Every one of us who are here, we need a moment with God. If you've been worrying, burdened, bitter, angry, unforgiving, confused, discouraged, oppressed, oppressed, afflicted, you need a moment with God. And God would love to have a moment with you. Let the spirit of God in the twinkling of an eye change your attitude, change your perspective, change your circumstances. Otherwise, you're going to end up with a natural result to your situation. We don't have to know how he's going to do it. We just got to believe he can do it. You won't be able to explain it when it changes. And when you can't explain it, then you know God did it. You've tried everything yourself to change it. It's time to come and give it to God. God has a moment planned for every single one of us tonight. Just like that, God can change your heart, your perspective, your attitude, 
your situation. He can lift your burden. He can give you rest. He can give you peace. Things can be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. If he can change this old body from mortal to immortal into the twinkling of an eye, if at any moment he can split the eastern sky and raise the dead and take us home to glory, he can change your situation in one moment. Are you ready for a God moment? Hallelujah. In just a moment, I'm going to ask you to stand. Don't anybody stand until I ask you to stand. If you've ever had one of these moments with God, a moment when God healed you, whether it's physically, emotionally, or spiritually, if you've ever had a moment when God delivered you from oppression, depression, possession, drug addiction, alcoholism, pornography, bondage, Abuse. If you can remember the moment he spared your life from a car wreck or a childhood injury or from suicide. A moment when he saved your marriage. Or you've had a moment where he saved your soul. Salvation. Now, if you've had any one of those kinds of moments with God, where had it not been for God on your side, now would you please stand if you had any of those moments look around don't tell me god don't have moments it looks like to everybody in this place has had a moment when god showed up in the midst of their troubles and trials well he still does and i've come to tell you that they're not over they're going to begin to intensify testimony after testimony is going to be birthed in this body of believers. It's God's desire to show himself strong on our behalf. And it's God's desire tonight to spend a moment with you if you're willing tonight to spend a moment with God. If you need a God moment in your life, then when I ask you, you need to come to this altar and have a moment with God tonight. He's still having moments with his people who have moments with him. If you're here and you need a healing or deliverance or you need your marriage saved or you need to be saved, in just a moment, I'm going to invite every one of us to come and have a moment with God. But let me speak to some first that aren't here. Just maybe tonight, they may be, I pray they're listening by the internet. Roxanne Carson, Misty Duncan, Greg Calhoun, Terry Levert. I believe at any moment, God can heal you right where you're at and if you're listening right now I encourage you at this moment to have a moment with God grab your spouse's hand and begin to pray right where you're at this church is believing for you to have a God moment 
at this very moment. Hallelujah. It can happen, church. You know why? Because God is omnipresent. He's here, but he's there. Hallelujah. Now, ladies, if you got your spouse, I want to deal with these, the couples first. If you got your spouse with you, turn to your spouse, ladies, and say to them, I know by the way you've been acting, you need a God moment. Now, men, look at your spouse. Step back three steps. Then gently say, sweetheart, you need a God moment too. And then leave it at that. Now grab their hand as to say, we agree. We both need to have a moment with God. And then if you would take that hand and take off walking down that aisle with your spouse and come to this altar and let him help lift your burdens. Every one of us need this moment. So now I speak to everyone else, whether your spouse is here or not, or you have a spouse or not. I encourage you to come to this altar now, every single one of you, and have a moment with God.